Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and I'm excited about what I think may be the next big thing in anti-inflammatory supplements, a brand new, all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Black for Health Liquid Extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health combines four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn containing high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. It's a tasty supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information or to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture. Farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, here with Layla Mutin. She's our nutritionist in residence. You know, we break up these podcasts into sort of bite-sized uh, segments of about mm, roughly 25 minutes, so it yes. usually runs you know, 45 to 50 and change minutes. Mm -hmm. But um, one of the most successful podcasters, Joe Rogan, completely blows away that short form format because they say people have a short attention span. Three hours. He has like three, four hour conversations. Yeah. And he's got like 10 million people. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. How does that happen? Maybe we should go longer. I know. But, you know, it would... Yeah. With, with deference for our audience, because like, we know you're busy, and you know, and some of you are real aficionados. You want you could like listen for hours, right? Um, right. You know, we only ask a, a short amount of your time each time. Uh, that's yeah. how we roll. That's how we roll. We've got a very interesting email from Daniel, who is a vaccine trial participant. He says, "I'm really starting to question advisors' uh, practice of the trial." I have a series of home tests for PCR that they supplied me. The vaccine trial. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So on on the Thursday before New Year's, I had a stuffy nose, a uh, uh, sore throat, increased temperature. And so before I'm supposed to do uh, the home swap call number and, and go there to pick it up, well, because it's Yale University doing the research, they're off between Christmas and New Year's, so I couldn't pick it up till January 3rd. Anyway... Their courier never showed up to pick up the test. In the meantime, the head of research uh, at the at the uh, the advisor told me to get a PCR test, and the early one I was the earliest one I was able to get was January eight. So I went to CVS, mm -hmm. the regular old CVS, yeah. mm -hmm. picked up a rapid test, and the result a was negative. Test, not a PC. That's not a PCR test. Right. That's what's called a lateral flow test. Ah, so that's okay. The, that's the kits. And by the way, that's the government's going to mail out those kits to people, uh, you know, oh, en masse. I see. But it's a little bit shutting the barn door after the horse got out because that's by the true. time all those tests arrive, people are going to go, COVID, so, yeah, that's so, so yesterday. Right. right. So he goes, then he says, I just got a message on my Google News feed that the test I took from CVS was a counterfeit test what? and the results cannot be trusted. Whoa. Now I believe I had the Omicron variant. There are lots of laws in the Pfizer vaccine trial. This is just one. Okay, so what, what the net wow. result of that will be that he uh, does not have a breakthrough that will be recorded. Yeah. Right? But he actually had it. Yeah. But the he tested negative. A lot of people negative. got sick between Christmas he and New Year's. He tested negative with the, yeah. with, the, with the test, but they say it's a counterfeit. Mm -hmm. So what the impact of that on the vaccine trial 
is that they're missing breakthrough infections yeah. and minimizing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hmm. that kind of is, I mean, look, it, it, for a trial to be really rigorous, they can't, they can't go offline for a while and not test people on a regular basis. Yeah. They're on vacation. What? That doesn't sound kosher. It doesn't, it doesn't sound kosher yeah, I mean, that he had to go and get a test on his own that was a fly-by-night test from a drugstore. Yeah. They, you know, he should have gotten the... He should have been able to go to the research facility and get an official test. Exactly. Exactly. Or well, have it mailed to him. However, yeah. You know, and then you yeah. can send it back in the mailer. Yeah. But Yale University and they were closed between, you know, for closed. winter break but I, or something. How can you do a trial? They, and I'm Exactly. Closed, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. Daniel, thank you for that. Thank you for I mean, sharing. Look, I mean, there are other... There, so we know mm-hmm. that trials are subject to... Problems sometimes. True. That's true. And they methodology is everything. Exaggerate the efficacy of things, and when drugs yeah. that are test really positive hit the market, they two things happen: they are less effective, mm-hmm. and they have more side effects mm. because they're they're they may be tested in a healthy population, and they're given to people you know who are very uh, you know very debilitated, and they the side effects start to show up. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Thank you for sharing with us, Daniel. All right. Oh, another topic. Yay, different topic. Doris writes, as you recommended, I've been on Strontium for the past four years with great success. I've stopped now. Do you have a recommendation for maintenance? Thank you for all of your great advice. For osteoporosis. Yeah, Um, for osteoporosis. Keep taking the K2. Yes, the K2, the D. Right. Magnesium. Probably Ostera. Which if, is a nice combo of things. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, is it Osteoprev or Osteothera? Both. 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 Either or. Yeah, either or. Either because or. that's a combo product. It has a little bit of calcium, but it has magnesium, boron, iproflavone, preferably with iproflavone, because I think yes. iproflavone has some benefits. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that would be good. Doris, also keep in mind mm-hmm. that your, your, uh, ne- your protein needs are higher than for a 25, 30, 35-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. It should actually be double the RDA. I wish they'd start coming out with this already and saying so. Anyway, so... I think you, they upwardly adjusted a little bit the protein requirements for seniors. Really? From yeah. 0.8 to hopefully 1 right. per one gram per kilogram. That would at least be a step in the right it's direction. It's also interesting. It, it, it's a little bit the secret to cancer prevention because mm-hmm. uh, according to uh, Dr... What's it at USC who does the uh, IGF one and the um, it's a modified fast? Oh, Victor Longo. Victor Longo, yeah. yeah. He believes that uh, a good strategy is in early to mid age uh, have moderate protein, not no protein. Yeah, moderate. But then your protein requirements increase, and that the uh, need to prevent cancer is superseded by the need to prevent frailty and... Yes, um, sarcopenia, sarcopenia. frailty, all of that. And as the population, we're going to have much more of an elderly population in a few years, maybe a decade, than any. Yeah. Because all the baby boomers will eventually be there. So high school class of 69. Yeah. (laughs) A bunch of baby boomers got together a couple of years ago for our 50th high school reunion. Yeah. We'll see how what it's going to be like for our uh, 60th. 
Wonderful. Oh, my goodness. Something to look forward to. So, Doris. Something to live for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doris, keep your protein up. Make sure you're doing some uh, strength training or weight-bearing exercises. This is also important. What do you think of the uh, vibration I think machine? there's something to it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But um, the uh, research you, on that has Can not- you sit on the dryer or on the washing machine while it's in the spin cycle or something like that? Will that or is that just for crying babies? No, you just have to stand on it. You have to sit. <laughs> what are you doing up there? I'm getting my strengthening my bones. I'm getting my osteoporosis I'm treatment. I'm strengthening my bones. Right. Yep, what do you think yep. I'm doing up here? Yeah. Oh my goodness, Doris. Thank you for that question. Uh, good point. Wish to pause mm-hmm. because we want to allow one of our sponsors this opportunity to share their message with you. So here it goes. Listen up. Do you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs? It could be caused by something as simple and common as a vitamin B1 deficiency. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman with a solution for low B1, Zobria by Oshare Health. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven nutritional supplement containing a high-potency bioactive form of vitamin B1, which has been shown to reverse symptoms caused by low B1 with no side effects. Low B1 causes your nerve cells in your feet and legs to stop functioning properly. may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Restoring proper B1 levels has been shown to reverse these symptoms. You can get Zobria now with new lower pricing, risk-free, by going to Z-O-B-R-I-A dot com or by calling one eight five five Zobria eight. That's Zobria.com or one eight five five nine six two seven four two eight. Get twenty percent off the new lower price with coupon code Hoffman at checkout plus free shipping. Zobria.com vitamin B one perfected. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting our sponsors. They are what make intelligent medicine your free resource on the subject of health. And so keep going, Layla. What's next? Oh, we've got, we've got an email from Alan. What do you think of the study? And the study is, it's in Science Daily, regular caffeine consumption affects brain structure. Hmm. Now, this was from a year ago out of the University of Basel, B-A-S-E-L. Where's that? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Now, coffee and cola or an energy drink, that's what we're talking about. Caffeine is the world's most widely consumed psychoactive substance. It definitely improves cognition short term. Short term, but then it gives you a performance. It gives you ADD or ADHD. Do you know how you know you've had too much coffee? Yeah. When you keep reading the same paragraph in the newspaper <laughs> over and over again because it's not sticking. Or when the letters that's start how... to shimmy and vibrate. Right, 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 right. So researchers have now shown in a study that regular caffeine intake can change the gray matter of the brain. However, it appears to be temporary. Now, the thing that they found out, they did this using caffeine pills. You know, some people got the actual oh. caffeine oh. pills, others got a placebo. See, that's not coffee. That's not coffee, and is coffee right. has some good properties in it. Exactly. Polyphenols. So what did they, exactly, which may counteract yeah. some of these things. Right. So, but after, 10 days of placebo or caffeine abstinence, the volume of gray matter was greater Mm -hmm. than following the time of the the people who took the actual caffeine. But what was particularly striking was it was also affecting the hippocampus, 
which is essential to memory consolidation. So I think we should put a warning label on uh, Starbucks. Totally. Is that it shrinks your gray matter. Or Folgers and Maxwell House and whatever <laughs> well, else. Can't, you can't say that about coffee because it's not. Yes. The test was done, which was caffeine pills. It was caffeine pills. So yeah. no more, what was it, Viverin? Viverin? Viverin, yeah. Is that the one right. that was? Uh, No-dose. I remember No-dose. No-dose. Yeah, yeah. No-dose. Right. So although caffeine appears to reduce the volume of gray matter, after just 10 days of coffee abstinence, it had significantly regenerated in the test subjects. So the changes in brain morphology seem to be temporary, but systematic comparisons between coffee drinkers and those who usually consume little or, little or no caffeine have so far been lacking. So there's always a, oh, okay, the methodology of this was, you know, we need to do more tests, so keep the funding coming, keep the funding coming, or... Again, caffeine pills as opposed oh, to coffee. Oh, University, you, your sister lives in, in Switzerland. Yes. Basel, Basel, Switzerland. Is it she Switzerland? Lives, that's the okay. German-speaking uh, part of uh, Switzerland. Oh, that's... She near, lives in yeah. Geneva. She's in Geneva, which is Basel. the French. That's legit. Yeah. I think they yeah. do good research in Switzerland. Sure. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, let's see. Unfortunately, but... No, I shouldn't say unfortunately. We have another COVID question. This is from Mark. Your doctor, COVID? yeah, yeah, about COVID? but but this is a good one. That's so like 2021. It's so 2021, all or right. even 2020. All right, all right, yeah. Right. Dear Doctor Hoffman and Layla, my sister has recently recovered from COVID. She feels wiped out and very fatigued. Okay, what can you recommend to get her get her energy back? Beyond things she could do for herself, what about IV vitamin therapy? She lives in Florida, where this is ready, readily available. But what type of cocktail? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like. The IV therapy is going to be like a panacea for that. Hmm. Uh, what the nice thing about IV therapy is you get a lot of magnesium in you, which could be beneficial. Mm-hmm. And some people require IV vitamins to make them work, like B vitamins and yes. so on. And they work better than taking orally. But I would like to, you know, as with the patients we now see with long COVID, and we are seeing some people with long COVID, yeah. we try to break it down. You're like, what's the cause? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the cause may be, uh, impaired lung function. It may be impaired heart function. It may be POTS, uh, yeah. postural orthostatic uh, tachycardia syndrome, syndrome mm-hmm. uh, where there's a strategy for dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, but then, you know, fundamentally, I would say without examining this patient, work on the energy with things like magnesium, fundamental things like magnesium, yeah. B vitamins, but also specific energy boosters like NT factor. Yes. I would prefer the powder. Mm-hmm. The powder uh, is more potent than the, you know, just the NT factor pills. You can take more. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I take it. I throw it in my shake. Mm-hmm. Um, what about something like uh, nicotinamide riboside? Absolutely. Nicot- yeah. For working on mm-hmm. NAD. Uh, yes. You know, that's the energy pathway. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly coenzyme Q10, mm. uh, possibly... Or ubiquinol, or uh, both. Also, I would like urolithin A, and we have a question about urolithin A if we get to it today. Yeah, I don't think we're going to Yeah. Okay. get to... Well, urolithin mm-hmm. A is a pomegranate extract. Yes. But it's very concentrated, and it's uh, uh, standardized to urolithin content. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that actually has been shown to improve muscle strength and endurance. Fantastic. And it's something that I'm taking. I'm very mm-hmm. enthusiastic about it. They're not a sponsor, so this is a yeah. free plug. Uh-huh. Uh, it goes under the brand name MitoPure. MitoPure. Yeah. Okay. Mark, also make sure your sister gets her vitamin D levels checked. She may be very sure, low. Sure, sure. Indeed, and that will have everything to do with yeah. energy levels or pain syndromes yeah. even but and e- all of that. But each of these patients have, uh, they need an evaluation. 
Mm-hmm. And the and now they're actually, you know, you can come to an integrated physician like myself because we tend to do well with that. By mm-hmm. the way, there's an uh, I just read that there's a uh, dramatic increase in the number of cases reported of fibromyalgia. Yes. Uh, which is a reflection of the large number of people who've had COVID. And they may have an achy body mm-hmm. syndrome that persists mm-hmm. long after the COVID. Yeah. And so we use strategies for fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are IVs for that, too. Yeah. Well, in, magnesium, Myers cocktails, yeah. things like that. Yeah. So, the, I mean, the IVs may have some benefit, but people are looking for the proverbial shot in the arm. Yes. And sometimes that's simpler than a Where's very, my B12 shot? Yeah, like a fundamental lifestyle change or a detailed evaluation is like, what is specifically driving this? Exactly. And it's different for each person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, people recovering from COVID, usually the wipeout fatigue period, not long COVID, but regular, we're talking two weeks, maybe going into three. Yeah. But after that, you should be fine. But long COVID is lasting, what, yeah. months? I think the definition is that it lasts for uh, three to six months after the wow. uh, end of the uh, acute infection. Okay. So to to have a diagnosis, I mean, to, to be tired after COVID is normal. Yeah. To have uh, symptoms that persist for three, six, 12 months is... It's not. It's long COVID. It's long COVID, yeah. Mark, thank you for your question and best of luck to your sister. We've got an email here from Cindy... Dear Dr. Hoffman and Layla, I'm a long-time listener. My elderly father just started kidney dialysis, and I recall listening to a fabulous podcast a few years ago that was very inspirational, featuring a woman practitioner who was on dialysis for decades Mm -hmm. and how she managed to live successfully on dialysis for so long. Then got her transplant. Yes. Oh, then got her transplant. I believe she may have written a book about it. I tried to search your website. I couldn't find... What was her name, perhaps, and her name is Jenna Hendricks. Mm-hmm. Jenna Hendricks. H-E-N-D-R-I-C-K-S. Right. Jenna Hendricks is and her name. A book and about you can this. duck, duck, go her. Right. And, uh, yeah, find out. Find out. So, yes, she's been d- still on di- uh, until she got her transplant. Mm-hmm. Right. And then so, she's taking nutrients to support her kidney function. And, you know, we yeah. actually recommended several of our patients who are on dialysis or yes. who've had kidney transplants mm-hmm. to uh, look at her book. And uh, I think one of them actually took her, uh, had a telemedicine consult. Exactly. He did. And she provided some helpful uh, suggestions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. We've got a question here from Katie. Hello, Dr. Hoffman. I recently read your article about ulcerative colitis, Crohn's, inflammatory bowel disease. What supplements do you recommend to cure geographic tongue and Raynaud's syndrome? Well, now, those are two different Different and distinct things, yeah. Right? So, geographic tongue is more to do with seemingly what, what may be, what may resemble what? Cuts or things on the oh, tongue. It's almost like you can see the continents. You know, like there's the continents a, of, and there's like uh, you know, like land masses and, and oceans. I kind see. Of thing. So it is geographic in a sense. That's geographic. Uh, okay. And it, it usually that is a sign of some sort of disruption of the GI tract. Mm. Um, it, mm-hmm. You know, because the tongue is the uh, external presentation of the gastrointestinal tract. You can't. Yeah. You know, it's like. Stick out your small intestine. Sorry, I can't. But stick out your tongue. Yeah, stick we can out see your tongue. It. Right. What about what's been called a migrating geographical tongue? What? Oh, you've never heard that. Okay. I've heard that 
somewhere in the well, past. It migrate like I, I don't know. The, like, it, it it moves that you know like the continental it, plate, and it, maybe there are earthquakes, <laughs> and I don't know. Does it get on your clothes? Or, you know, <laughs> I, I, I have don't no know. idea. I don't know. Uh, but it, but it, what, what we, is interesting <clears throat> is that Raynaud's is also a, sim, a sign sometimes of autoimmunity. Yes. And so we could make a case that the GI tract is not happy. That there may be leaky gut, yes, and that leaky gut is promoting autoimmunity. So in a so so look, there's no like mm-hmm. I think people looking for a protocol. I remember uh, one of my predecessors on WOR radio, where mm-hmm. I was for you know 25 years or more, um, had a long run there. Uh, the uh, one of my predecessors in the 1950s and 60s uh, used to Carl Fredericks, yes, known to many people. Uh, yeah. But younger people don't know who the heck he is. Yeah. Which is kind of scary. Yeah, I know. You know it's like, uh, Burt Lancaster. Who's he? You know? Yeah, it's like, did you know Paul McCartney was in a different band before he was with Wings? Uh, <laughs> right, right. That the kind of thing. Beatles, anyone? But anyway, so, okay. So, so, mm-hmm. uh, he, the, uh, Carlton used to, in the day when they used to have really cheap labor or volunteers, they used to have a whole room, uh, and people would send a SACE. A self-addressed stamped envelope, and he would say, "Yeah." And now for my protocol for whatever, you know, multiple sclerosis, or my protocol for you know high cholesterol, and he he had all these protocols in little file cabinets, uh-huh. you know, like mimeograph sheets. <clears throat> and the women, they were mostly women working in this room with a lot of desks. Uh-huh. They would take, you know, they would go to the file to the uh, to the to the cubbies. And they would pull out the protocol for whatever you had. Mm. And so people would get an answer, like mm. for you know, whatever problem, you know, and maybe 50 different conditions. But geographic tongue uh, does not really fall under that guy's yeah. guideline. Uh, Raynaud's, you know, I will say that for Raynaud's, possible helpful things are things that promote blood flow, like nitric oxide, mm-hmm. like arginine, like mm-hmm. citrulline, like Fish oil. Yes. Fish oil seems to, I find it's kind of an antifreeze for, mm. for hands. I used to have wow. very bad Raynaud's. Much better now, although I have to say when I'm on the bike and it's like 25 degrees, my hands still hurt. Uh, oh, inevitable. sure. It's, it's sure. inevitable. Yeah. Um, you know, but... Um, you need glove You need glove warmers. Yeah. In your... Okay. I don't well, want the... Construction electric, workers. Electric things in my hands skeed mm-hmm. me out. You know, and I, I'm told I need that, but... Mm-hmm. And some people like them, but... Um, mm. I have like, you know, like the delivery people in New York have like these. I see them with, with plastic bags covering their gloved right. hands. I have. On their. I don't use plastic bags. On their bags. armrest. I have these things and it costs like 75 bucks a pair of them and you put them on the bike. And I do, I do that to yeah. winterize my bike. And I stick my hands inside there with relatively. Oh, yes. Relatively. Uh, it's like a cozy. Yes, yeah, like a cozy. And then, you know, I wear gloves still. Yeah. And it really protects my hands because it's, it's the not wind. just the, the temperature, the external temperature. It's the wind. It's the wind. It's like a windbreaker. Yeah. But so, better. Right. Looks so, like a coat. So uh, that is, mm. could be helpful for, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I think those are the magnesium may also have sure. a bit of dilating effect. Could mm-hmm. be helpful for Raynaud's. What would you say to ginkgo for that? Ginkgo is near. Yeah, no, I do. Be. Sure. What about... Um, it's a circulatory enhancer. Exactly. Yeah. What about something like... Um, Pycnogenol, perhaps? Pic- thank you. That's yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> Pycnogenol. Okay. See, we complete <laughs> was... each other. We, sometimes I get stuck. It's like, Layla, <laughs> what am I thinking of? <laughs> You're thinking of this. Right. <laughs> okay. uh, oh, my gosh. 
So, Katie, thank you for that question. Okay. Okay. I think we have time for another. We have a, ro- a really nice comment. Okay. I think it's a great way to close. Oh, good. Okay. And this is from Grace. Okay. Uh, I was so glad to receive your latest newsletter about, let's talk less about COVID. And it was hopeful because I hoped you would not drunk the Kool-Aid. I have much respect for you and your integrity. I want you to know that I pass along your newsletters to my daughter, daughter-in-law, etc. My daughter was a patient of yours. You had diagnosed her correctly, put her on a good regimen, and the doctors told her she would not be able to have children. She is expecting baby number three. Woohoo! Is that gratifying That's or what? That's super gratifying. That's fantastic. It's, it's like, I feel like, That's a, fantastic. like a sperm donor, like an you know, anonymous yeah. sperm donor. But here's, yeah. it, this actually uh, is something that it has happened in my career a few times, hmm. uh, is that people come to us for uh, prenatal counseling because yes. they've had trouble. You know, they've had like uh, unsuccessful uh, artificial... Uh, uh, they've had uh, unsuccessful assisted, IVF. It's called assisted fer- for, uh, fertility. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, and they just wonder why, oh, why can't I maintain a pregnancy? And so we do a, you know, soup to nuts evaluation on them. We get them on the right supplements. We get them on the right diet and so mm-hmm. on. And I remember a couple, and this must have been like 25 years ago, before you were here, and they, uh, the woman got pregnant. She had a baby. They named the baby something, middle name Hoffman something. And I said, boy, you know, really saddled them with a crazy middle name. But thank you for the, thank you for the <laughs> shout out. That's so sweet. It was really nice. That's they wonderful. Really, they wrote me a letter. I think it was before email was like. <laughs> oh my gosh. Grace is also asking, do you know of anyone who's practicing integrative complementary medicine in Southeast Tennessee? Boom. Not off, but, you know, there's a lot of directories. ACAM. I, ACAM.org, uh, IFM. IFM. Uh, also, uh, the mm-hmm. American Nutrition Association. Mm, uh, where you can C- go to find CNS, out. CNS, uh, you know, yes. board. You know, P- CNS nutritionists are mm-hmm. the highest credentialed nutritionists around. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to diss your credential, your master's degree nutritionist, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, CNS confers a little added cachet because you undertook a program of study and uh, yes. apprenticeship. And then, I mean, you don't need that because, you know, you're, yeah. you're past that. But uh, CNSs, I yeah. think, are certified nutrition specialists. Yes. Are things to, and they don't have to necessarily be MDs. No. but if They you, have to have at least a master's degree, however. Right. Yeah. But uh, it's, if it, an MD is useful to have a better understanding of how the drugs work. Yes. And so many people are on medications. That yeah. I, I'm glad for my medical training, so I understand, you know, and I also, you know, look, for example, I, a woman called uh, the other day, and she's racked in pain, and she just called because she can't come in. She's so debilitated, and she's afraid of COVID, 75 years old. And, you know, I said, I think you probably need a medication to put the fire out here. Uh, but mm. here are those supplements to take, and after you put the fire out, you may be able to taper off the medication, and but it, it's just she was having galloping rheumatoid arthritis. Wow! I don't know what the cause was. She may have had something vaccine related. Oh if boy! I'm not mistaken. That's oh. what we keep hearing about. Yeah. Apparently, um, but hmm. you know, did it trigger an immune response? We don't know. Vaccines can trigger an autoimmune response, yeah. and and rheumatoid arthritis is autoimmune. So can COVID. That's unfortunately, true. You know, yes. Because if yes. you react to the spike protein in the vaccine, who's to say you won't react to the spike protein in the COVID? Absolutely. Yeah, it so, was engineered. Yeah. So. Well, right. Uh, yeah. Well, 
I, I guess we'll put an asterisk by that statement. Uh, fact check from the CDC. Yeah. There is no evidence to suggest that the Oh, my, the CDC? Right. Oh, no. Okay. But anyway, no, I, I, I more and more I believe that uh, to this, this monstrosity uh, had to be amped up. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, we'll never know because the Chinese are not forthcoming and the data has been destroyed and the individuals have been either imprisoned or disappeared. Mm. Yeah. You know, people... Yeah. No. So wow. that's the story for today. All right. Um, Reminder to everyone to send your questions to radio program at AOL.com. That's radio program at AOL.com. Thank you for listening. Keep listening to our other podcasts. We've got some great ones coming up this week. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.